I'm Jordan Goodman. And I'm Justin Goodman. We're third-generation insurance agency owners and also brothers. Even though we had the same upbringing, we see the world very differently. This caused significant issues in our early years, but we eventually embraced the idea that every coin needs two sides to be complete. In 2018, we launched our second company, Total CSR, with the aim of reducing new-to-industry onboarding timeframes from two years to two months. Since then, we've traveled the country speaking to thousands of agency owners and their teams, and we've come to realize two things. We all struggle with similar challenges, regardless of size and location, and oftentimes, we are too embarrassed to ask for help. The Independent Agent Podcast is our attempt to provide helpful answers to your most difficult questions, anonymously, of course. Thanks for listening. everyone, and welcome to episode 36 of the Independent Agent Podcast. I'm Jordan. Justin's sitting next to me with a boring shirt. There's nothing exciting about it. It's just like a, uh, it's just a black t-shirt. It's like I'm staring into the void. That's so disappointing. You're supposed to bring like fun shirts to these Well, that's your fun shirt? I have a t-shirt on. They won't even let us into that state. Into what state? The Aloha state. The Aloha state, yeah. I know, but I can dream. No, actually, so remember how we talked about ordering a bunch of shirts? Yeah. So I went and I ordered from different brands and didn't like a whole bunch. Finally, I found Billabong is the one that fits my body the best. Whether it fits me, but it feels the most comfortable on my body. I actually had a bunch of Hurleys the other day and threw them on. And Haley's like, oh, that looks so cute. But I hated how they felt. So I ditched them. You just threw them on? No, I returned them. But You do that? Of course I do. It's everything's great. Now you just mail it in. They mail it to you and mail it back. There, there are benefits to COVID. Mm, all right. What do we got today? We have questions. Well, I know, but before that, okay. What so am this I drinking? one is called a cherry blossom. So it's blanco tequila, lime, grapefruit juice. Gosh, what's it called? The the stuff that's in uh, like a Shirley Temple. The, okay, the red stuff. The red stuff. It's all like right. A maraschino cherry, right? Okay. That. Couple of maraschino cherries on there, the good ones that we talked about, the, the Luxardo ones. All right. Yeah. I'm sure there's something else in there that I'm forgetting. But anyway, cherry blossom. Cherry blossom. Pretty good. Yeah, I think you'd like that because it's sour. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We, we found Justin likes sour cocktails. Is it less masculine if I ask for a cherry blossom at the bar? Maybe. Mm. Mm. There's your. How much does do each of these cherries cost? I mean, probably 12 cents. Oh, okay. If these cost 12, why do everyone make the other ones? I don't know. These are way better. Okay. Like way, way better. All right. You ready for a question? Mm-hmm. All right. I need an entire jar of those. Mm-hmm. Our agency has some longtime clients that should probably be gone. <sighs> Firing clients. Fire clients. Between mistreatment of our employees and poor payment histories, I feel we've tolerated a lot and done our best to establish a better working relationship without any improvement. What criteria do you use for firing clients and how do you get them to move on? Do we have a criteria? It's I mean, it's Friday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of just shoot from the hip on that one. They just push and push and push. And we just go, okay, we're done with it. I mean, I guess criteria is probably what's the revenue, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that probably has some bandwidth or allows for how much bandwidth we have for taking their grief. What's the revenue to grief ratio? Ooh, I would say. And who's grief? That's see, that's a good criteria too. If it's not my grief, right? I would say if it's someone else in the office's grief, it's a few thousand dollars in revenue. 
just move on. Like it's mm-hmm. nothing. Once it starts to become about 10,000 plus, it's got to be my grief, mm-hmm. right? I would say if it's like I can't stand them, I would do it up to probably about 15,000 in revenue. Above 15,000, I could probably put up with a lot of grief. I mean, it depends, but unless it's so much work and there's such a pain in the ass, I'd say 15 is probably my threshold. What do you think? Depends on whose grief. I think with, it depends on the issue too. Are they a pain in the ass because they're whiny? Like what, what type of customer are they and what type of grief? Is it like we have other clients that we're trying to exit out because a couple years in a row, they've now stiffed a company on the final audit and we've been trying to, you know, find an exit plan and it's just nightmares for us. And we just know we're going to get in this and we're not getting our commission. The carriers aren't getting paid. And that's a bad look for us. Is that the issue or is it mistreatment of an account manager versus just being whiny or difficult and never getting paperwork? Or can I bring up other things that would cause you grief? (laughs) If someone has, let's say work comp GL and auto with you and they pull the auto (laughs) I've seen that be enough for you to be like, screw it. Screw these guys. <laughs> if, if they're going to pull the auto, they don't see my value. Right. Or, I mean, you're the same guy who, you know, you quote it once. You know, if they, if they don't award you the business, me. they're dead to you. They've, they've, they've wronged you. I don't care if they've had a relationship with another broker for 25 years. My time is valuable. If you invested in dating a girl, right? And ultimately, you proposed, and she said no. Are you going to go back again? Justin, not everyone gets engaged to said person after like two months of dating, like you and your wife. I'm just saying that (laughs) if you invest the time, right, and you do everything right, and they don't recognize it, unless they come crawling back going, oh my gosh. back. Justin, Justin, oh, I've missed you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, so real quick. How do you go about it? Give me your typical firing line where, let's just say they're just okay, a difficult Okay, so, so we've customer. already gotten to the point where I've determined I'm going to fire them, yes. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's ever been a consistent way, but I would say, I'm not going to name their name. This particular contractor, the wife was a huge pain, and they were very small. They were about an hour and a half drive away, and they were like $1,000 in revenue, And she wanted me to come down there and propose every single time. And she wanted three different hard copy proposals, spelling out the difference. And I was saying, look, this is like you trying to take a job a couple hours away. I can't drive down there. But if you're you're a plumber, you're not going to go do a job three hours away. That's a small job because you're going to lose money. So either you want to stay with us and you like how we can offer our services remotely, or you go with someone else. Well, she thought that was unacceptable and unprofessional. So I essentially just said, look, it's very clear that you're unhappy with our services. I want you to be happy with the team that you're working with. You know, let's see if there's any insurance agencies that I know of that can help you. I gave her a few of my competitors' (laughs) 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 numbers to call. Then she called me back. No, the husband called me back, actually, and said, hey, no, I really, you won't ever have to deal with her again, right? Please let us, you know, stay with you, etc. You do a great job. We don't want to do this. About two months later, she was all up in our grill again. And so I shot him an email and I said, Mr. So-and-so, 
you know, we went through this, we discussed it. It's still been an issue. You're clearly not happy and not satisfied. There's nothing that we can do to remedy the situation from our end. So your renewal's coming up in whatever it was. Here are all your documents that you'll need, your loss runs, your supplementals, all of your policy history, everything. Here it is. Send this to someone else. Someone will be happy to take it over on broker record. We wish you nothing but the best. I never heard back from them, but we got a BOR and that was that. We got told there was BOR. Yeah. And I think that's it. When you when you don't want them to be the customer anymore, you make it as easy as possible for them to leave. And you do it in such a way that the customer can see, wait, they might have that moment of recognition that they're the ass because you list it in you know numerical order. Here's the seven things. Here's all of this. It's, it's done professionally. And it's, wait, I was that bad that you didn't want to keep me, that you gave me everything I needed to get to a competitor. Maybe it'll be an aha moment for them. Likely not. But then at the end of the day, they have a hard time bad-mouthing you because you gave them everything and you made it as easy as possible. I've actually even accepted a phone call one time from the broker taking over the account, you know, thanking me for the information and then asking me for additional insight. And I just said, I wish you the best and going from there. Again, criteria, revenue is a key impact, but anytime there's a safety issue for our staff or not physical safety, even that, but I mean, really mental. If someone's going to be abusive towards our staff, it becomes a very binary discussion. Past that, we do need to think about the process. What's the impact? A lot of agencies right now, given the COVID situation, they may not be in that position. And so sometimes it's best to have a really frank, direct conversation and saying, here's a problematic behavior. If that continues, you guys are gone. And then you follow that up with an email so that when it comes time and you do say, that's it, we're done. You said, you, you know, you've given that warning, the opportunity for the behavior to change. You also may have a conversation where We've had some calls as of of late where they're essentially kicking the dog because the whole world's turned on its head. For example, right now in California, as of a couple days ago or yesterday, yesterday, the governor said, oh, we're shutting down again. And, you know, politics aside, that has a real impact on a lot of different industries, specifically restaurants, gyms, and the agencies that actually have those as clientele. So you may not be able to even afford to get rid of it. So I'd address the behaviors and move on from there. But be clear with what you will and won't tolerate and move forward. You need to remember, though, you have an obligation to finish servicing the client while they're your client. So until another broker is taking it over, don't threaten to stop issuing certs or things. Treat them as they should be treated because they are a client until they are no longer a client. So make sure that all that gets taken care of because you don't want that exposure of, of, of mishandling a client, especially when they're already, you know, a pain in your butt and something can come back to bite. Cool. But cool. Pregunta dos. Uh, oh, this was actually a question from agency who had lots of positive things to say about me. I didn't include it here because I didn't want you to feel bad, but what they is happening. I don't read these questions ahead of time, by the way. So Justin gets them sent to them and whatever, and then he brings them in. So, so I have no idea what, so I, what I'm So anything positive they, they put in that email is all about me. I haven't forwarded it to you. Um, but I just, for your sake today, just left it with a straight question. 
I'm so excited to read this and then have you pull your phone out and read the email right now. <laughs> You've both spoken before about outsourcing or using virtual assistants in your agency. Our agency has begun researching various organizations to help support our team, but we're concerned about how to message that properly to our staff. We're homegrown and Midwest-based, and the thought of us using outsourcing in our agency scares us. But those of us in leadership know that it's inevitable. How did you get your staff on board with the idea of using outsourcing? Who is this? What, what, I mean, I'm, it's anonymous, but I, I'll show you the email afterwards. Okay. Yeah. And they just said like, "You're so wonderful, Justin. You're so they pretty." They didn't say so handsome. my name in particular, but you could tell they were talking about me. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Okay, so real simply, one you tell your staff this is the direction you're going, but part of that is you find out what they are frustrated with most. What's what's the the least valuable thing that they're spending their time doing, right? So for example, policy checking, going and matching data sets is not a very good use of their time. Now, you know, double checking that after the fact to, to, to cross-reference some, some items and spot check an outsourcing company is a good use of time. So they don't like to do it and there's a better use of their time, great. That takes up time in their day. You now have a solution there and you, you build your case that way. Oh, you don't like ordering loss runs? You find that frustrating? Guess what? You know, our outsourcing company can do that too. And you go through the list. And so you find what the bane of their existence is and say, we'd like to tackle this and take it off your plate. And here's the great thing. What do you love doing? Oh, I like problem solving for customers. I like being on the phone, talking to them, or just diving deeper into the coverage. Whatever it happens to be, guess what? When we take this off your plate, you'll be able to do more of this. And what you don't do, you don't lead with, hey, there's some cost savings if we have it over here, because immediately they get concerned about their job, especially in the age of coronavirus where 30 million people lost their jobs. What you're going to explain to them is actually it's going to enable them to do their job better, take away the activities they don't like doing that aren't profitable for the agency and have a better way of executing as an agency. So you, you have to put a little sales presentation together to, for your team, but it's so out there right now. There's so many agencies leveraging this that it shouldn't be that difficult of a sell. And all they have to do is pick up a phone and talk to any other agency and likely they're going to be moved down the road. Jordan, do you have thoughts on that? Yeah. It just wasn't ever an issue. And we did it a long time ago. Mm -hmm. You know, it just never, I, I just think they're so aware of it. Um, I actually think you should probably bring it up in a staff meeting and say, hey, guys, most agencies we talk to are already doing this, and we're not. We found they could do A, B, C, D, and E. What do you guys think about it? The intent isn't to replace you guys. You guys are all valuable members of the team. But I'll say, for me, one of my mentors asks every time I see him, you know, what is the highest and best use of your time? The highest and best use of your staff's time is not data entry. It's not loss run requests. It's not policy checking. It's not a lot of these rote tasks that don't use their brain, right? They, hopefully you have talented, capable people that are there to solve problems and take care of the clients. So I would even spin it as so much as, Hey, our plan is growth, right? And what we want to do is you guys are already excellent at performing your jobs. So we want to hop in and take these off so that you can take on more clients instead of us having to hire more people necessarily, right? Because maybe you don't have space in the office. However you want to spin it for your office. But I think you're overthinking this thing. I think at this point, 
again, I'm not a Midwest person, but at least out here, and we've been to, we've talked to so many agencies, everyone's doing it. And it's not really cutting staff. I haven't heard of anyone who's actually cut staff from this. Now, would the uh, virtual assistants be one that that might do that? Because those are in place to, to solve other jobs that an account manager or CSR would do that's not data type. That's different. We don't use them. I, I know a lot of people who do, who have great success with it. And we know a lot of the players who actually have those VA agencies and, and they do great work. I just, I just don't have any experience personally with them. Yeah. And what I'd finish with is because all those comments were directed towards me and not my brother, I'd be happy to get on a Zoom call and talk to your entire staff about life before and after, and then grab some of my staff to, to walk them through. And when outsourcing went down during coronavirus, which is a risk because you've got people oftentimes in third world countries, and if they get locked down, you've got to mitigate the impact on your business. But our staff quickly understood that there's a, a great deal of value they provided because temporarily they went back to doing their, those old job duties and it wasn't fun. So if you need to, I'm happy to discuss it, happy to go on the call, unless, of course, you were complimenting my brother, and in which case you can talk to I him. I am so curious who this is. I am so curious. Okay. Do you have anything else to add to that? I do not. I didn't get your final like thought on the drink, though. It looks like you drank it. Yeah, I actually really liked it. I mean, it was along the lines of the other one. Yeah, it's a, if it's sour, if it's a sour cocktail, you're yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, guys. Well, I hope you're all doing well and able to work out there, staying safe. If you do have cocktail recommendations, Jordan at Total CSR. If you have questions, Justin at Total CSR. But if you like what you're hearing, please, please, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It gives us so much more exposure out there. Same thing with Spotify or Podbean, wherever you're listening from. Other than that, I've got nothing. Awesome. Cool. Talk to you later. Cheers.